Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. Have you ever tried to learn a new language? Say, for instance, Spanish. If that's going to be your new language and your natural language is English, Spanish can seem very nonsensical to you. In Spanish, most words that end in the letter O are masculine, and words that end in the letter A are feminine. But then there are these exceptions where nouns that end in the letters M-A are masculine, and words that end in the letters I-O-N are feminine. But the language doesn't care if it seems nonsensical to you. It is not going to change for you. Instead, you find that the language changes you because the language is unrelenting. Things that are, and this is a big word phrase, objectively valuable, are things which are good, noble, just, and beautiful. These virtues, they're also unrelenting. For example, 3 plus 4 equals 7, right? And this would be true yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Like the reality that men are different than women. Women can bear children, but only men can give the real blessing to those children. Science, on the other hand, which has given us unprecedented insights into intelligible things, cannot explain why things are intelligible in the first place. Yet truth is something that is objectively valuable. And like learning a new language, it does not care if it seems nonsensical to you in the beginning. But if we continue to pursue it, it will change us. But only if and when our egos have been thrown into chaos and we reach a more simple, more humble state, can we consider a world with values that are good, noble, just, and beautiful. Plato tells the story of prisoners held in a cave their entire lives that can only see through a very dim light these figures upon a wall in front of them. At one point, a single prisoner escapes into the outside world and he encounters the sun and then, of course, the beauty of the world. So he returns to the cave to share this with his former captives, yet upon entering the cave, his his eyes cannot adjust to the darkness anymore because they've been changed by the sunlight. So he stumbles around inside the cave like a fool, tripping over everyone and everything because he no longer fits into that dark world anymore. Bishop Robert Barron tells this story, that of the purveying culture that rejects any connection of the present world to a transcendent source, i.e. God, and that the good life, so to speak, can be found without any such connection to God. And this is a view held by 40% of people 30 years old and younger. Yet they exhibit all the telltale signs of owning restless hearts. Like men and women, only able to see through a dim light the figures of the world upon a wall in front of them, clinging to the thought that through their sheer self-power, one can determine the meaning of one's own life. Their own personal actions are all that matter. Anything contrary is just some sort of domination system. Personal responsibility does not really consider other humans. Much like the story of the store employee who was fired for arriving late to work and he he went home and exploded on social media about what a poor business his former employer was. And after sitting around a couple of days brooding, 
about the hatred he held for his former boss, he, he decided to begin a search in his personal job market of advertising. Two days later, he had his first interview. Unbeknownst to him, the interview began with a review of his social media posts relative to his job experiences. Remember that old commercial, Want to Get Away? It is amazing that we hold in our hands most of the day a device that gives us the ability to discover information about anything in the world. We've gotten so used to being satisfied immediately with information that we see dimly gathered on a wall right in front of our eyes. One has to wonder if it hasn't become our pleasure, our fantasy, and our reality. I saw Michael Jordan play twice, in Baltimore 1985 and in Chicago 1987. He had five dunks in each game. Both games were magical experiences. There's no Wikipedia article or YouTube replay that can ever express those live moments. I have a good friend who finally made it to Augusta to watch the Masters live and to hear him tell of that experience and see the joy in his eyes at retelling his encounter with his dream-come-true moment was simply priceless. There is a drastic difference between real-life experience and just information gathering. I coached college football for 40 years and watched a lot of game film. We used to cut up the film into digestible parts that were alike and ordered order to study tendencies. I also recruited a lot of great young men and watched a lot of highlight films to assess their talents. And both processes were like information gathering. But if you really wanted to know your opponent or the young man's true talents, you needed to watch the whole game because you can see a little more clearly how the team or the man reacts, one might say, in the sunlight where the good and the bad become exposed. Looking only at the highlights is more like seeing a story through a very dim light. Figures upon a wall in front of you. The things which are good and true and just and beautiful, virtues, which in the beginning can seem awkward and nonsensical, yet we find that they change us because these virtues are unrelenting. And if we refuse to quit in searching them out, our efforts will bring us more humility than pride and our hearts will not be quite as restless because they've drawn closer to the Almighty God. It is always better to keep your face toward the sun because the shadows will fall behind you. The Apostle Paul wrote to us, We don't yet see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist, but it won't be long before the weather clears and the sun shines bright. And we'll see it all then. See it all as clearly as God sees us, knowing Him directly, just as He knows us. Ain't it so? Our five-week series, Listen to the Leaders, begins next week. This is Gittin' Grit signing off. Blessings to you all. Dominus Vobiscum. <laughs>